0: Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Rathacon Minute. The semi-daily podcast where we analyze, discuss, and gush over Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Stoker. Hey, Dave. Hello! Hello. So we are here uh, to talk about Minute 37 of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Yes. Minute 37 starts with Carol Marcus saying, Away from us? Or really, well, away from us.
1: Away from us. it's there's my it's acting. all garbled.
0: It's all garbled. Um, yeah, all, yeah, true. So it's garbled. Uh, and then ends a minute later with David saying, scientists have always been pawns. Clearly. Yes. That's what we've always said. Yes. Um, and I'm just going to jump all the way there. Okay. David clearly is a conspiracy theorist.
1: Yeah, he has a bone to pick for whatever reason. I mean, we know who David is. And... I don't know if it comes from his knowledge of who he knows who he is and he, therefore he despises the thing he doesn't have and I don't want to you know Wait, I, am, does he know who he is? I don't know that's what I'm asking like does he know who he is? Oh. And let's just say for an instant he does know. Yep. Is that the reason why he rebels against that?
0: Absolutely. Well no. Uh, uh, I
1: I'm just posing that question.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think specifically. I think in general, he's just got a yeah. he's got to stick up his butt about the military.
1: He does. He clearly does. But but you're right. Did that source? Did that come from? I mean, clearly he makes the comment about you know you flew around the sky with that overgrown Boy Scout. So clearly he does not like Kirk. Doesn't we know like Kirk. he just does not like him. Right. And then he blows up. You know, after the checkoff call. And you know he is all over you know his mom about you know about the Reliant coming you know I knew it right. and now yeah, he's waiting. I know and now he's like you know you know we've always been pawns we you know we, that sort of thing so yeah I think there's hostility towards the military but I'm wondering if it's also because of who his his relationship is yeah
0: yeah I that's that's great it's great I, I uh, uh, let's we'll think about that a little bit more but yeah he um,
1: it's a good theory I like it and obviously we're being very ambiguous but most listeners I would imagine know exactly what we're talking about they know who Dave is related to yes yes
0: yes we're trying to be very clearly like, yeah but really Dave when you think about everybody who's listening they know all they've seen the movie right and, yeah, I go back and forth. I'm like, well, can we just drop? No, but I, there's some stuff I don't want to say because I don't want yep. to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about right. it until we get to those moments. And right. This is nuts. Well, this is kind of a big one, too. So, Yes. Uh, anywho, so we'll just keep teasing people, and you're all, like, shaking your heads at us like, oh, we know, we know. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's go back to the beginning, right? To yes. In the minute. So Carol, uh, uh, Carol's talking, trying to talk to Kirk on, yes. on the compic. Um, and, uh, yeah, she, yeah, this is, this, this interaction, I, I, is, is one of my favorite moments in the film because mm. to me, I almost feel like Kirk, uh, Shatner ad lib this.
1: Like, yeah.
0: Like the, all uh, clearly,
1: I'm sure they're just playing you know, a recording of Carol. Well, that's, that's what I thought. And I was going to ask you that, like from what I can see, you know, we, we watch, T V and I guess the rule is is like you don't show a TV on TV because you you get the weird fuzziness or the weird the weirdness around the, the edge of the screen so it looks like it looks fake. Yeah. So they generally superimpose, you know, a video screen within the screen. As far as I know. I could be completely way off base, but that's what I always thought. Sounds reasonable. And in this scene it almost looks like he is watching a recording. And he is responding to the recording, and yes, it almost feels like he's ad-libbing it.
0: Yeah, he's ad-libbing it, and he's like, <laughs> you know, Nicholas Meyer, the director, is probably just like, "Look, I just need you to, you know, this is what I need you to say in general." Right. And so Carol's, you know, you just want to, you want to get some clarification what she's talking about, <laughs> and, and that's all he yeah. gave him. And then he, he, the way he keeps stopping and trying to trying to spit out a sentence, but he's trying to listen to Carol, and, right. just, and he gets totally frustrated and. I get almost as frustrated myself
1: watching this scene. Like I can feel it like Yeah, but will you let me spit it out? Why can't you hear me? And You know what it you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of an argument you're having with someone that they are just so angry and they just keep going on and on and you're like, But wait, let me get you know, it's almost like that sort of like he's just trying to butt in here, you know, but 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 you know, and it just never happens for him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I agree agree it's totally like that um i had to laugh one of carol's lines in this you know segment is you know she's like i can see you but i can't
1: hear and i just yep. laughed i'm like oh it's like skype <laughs> i know i said it last minute this is like this is my dad yeah <laughs> this is totally my dad great uh, i can see you but i can't hear you is the thing on turn it on
0: um so uh of course shatner you know i'm sorry kirk um, uh, you know, reaches out to Ahura. Hey, what's yep. going on? And she is helpful as always. Uh, transmission jammed at the source, sir. So again, yep. we've established that communications officers can do nothing about jamming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I have a question about this. A um, couple of questions. Shoot. Is so transmission is jammed at the source. So yep. at regular one. So I think the, the the first thought is, uh-oh, uh, the Reliant is jamming, right? That's probably yes. your first go-to. But right. I was thinking about it. Do you think Carol is savvy enough to try to jam herself in order to do the same thing Khan's trying to do, which is lure Kirk to Regula?
1: Mm, maybe. I'm just
0: pulling my conspiracy theorist.
1: Maybe. It's a good... It's a good theory, but I'm going to believe that it's Khan. It's so then if it's Khan, has so according, it been, Oh, go ahead. So it's been, th- yeah, I was going to say it's been the three hours. Wait, well, that's, just, that's my question for you.
0: So if it's Khan, has it been three days or was it like we thought and it was like really the, three hours and he's, right. he's there
1: already? Because she immediately says, you know, that, or, or does she say last minute that she's going to, oh, yeah, Chekhov is like she's going to confirm the order. So we're assuming assuming, because we don't see it, that after the uh checkoff call, she must go immediately and call Kirk. I mean I know I would if I was confirming something this important that I was, you know, angry about, I would be on the phone immediately like Yeah, let me get to the bottom of this. Yeah. So yeah,
0: hang on guys, so I'm gonna go check in with with this guy right now.
1: Yeah. And so is it the like we were saying, like days you know, our hours and minutes or seconds, you know, that that whole code, is it, you know, she knew that she didn't have enough time. So she had to get a message out quickly. Yep. I think you're right. Um, Although she
0: doesn't seem as panicked as, I don't think she knows that Khan's there already. Right. Because she doesn't seem like she's got that panic on. This is more like, hey, I just heard that they're coming and I'm pissed off at you.
1: I don't know if it's, I, I think it's a little bit of both. I feel a little bit of you know. There's a little bit of desperation there. You know, please help us. Mm. You know, I'll I'll net I will not let them have Genesis. You know, she's she's trying to impart on him. You know, we need. You know, even when she finishes, like please do something. <laughs> please do something. Um, yeah, I I feel like she has, she's angry and she's like, you know, something's going on here. You got to help us. Mm.
0: Which I think it's has got to be a big deal for her. It's it, you know because I still get the impression you know Dr. Carol Marcus. She's a strong, she's a strong woman. Yep. She is in charge, and I think even having to reach out and ask for help is probably a big thing for her.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I definitely agree. Right. And the fact that she's got to call this person of all people of all people, right?
0: That probably yeah, right. That's probably the thing too. She's probably rolling her eyes like, ah, really didn't have to be Kirk, Could right? Be so animals. that's
1: yeah so i think the anger comes from two places one that the reliant is on its way and someone's trying to take her life's work Mm -hmm. and two that she's got to call this man who she's probably hasn't talked to in 24 years right right um and you know probably has to impart on him hey we're we're in trouble here something's not smelling right
0: (laughs) uh all right well so kirk uh you know
1: Uhura's no help yes um, so well should a communications officer be able to so you know communicate transmission jam to the sur- source should she be able to identify anything like yes. should she be able to say like oh well there's another ship in the quadrant or there's another ship in you know that's doing the jamming
0: you know what i think she sh- yes i yeah, i'm not going to give her any slack on this and i think even more so it's the reliant that's jamming them. It's another Starfleet ship. If she right. Knows, if she knows anything about jamming, she, know, she 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 should know about other Starfleet's jamming methodologies and how to get around them.
1: Right. Well, maybe
0: she should have a special code that she could use to unjam.
1: The jam is <laughs> going.
0: Oh wait, I'm going. I'm I'm jumping ahead. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So Aurora, she's no. She's in trouble. She's on. She's on my list. <laughs> Uh, we'll see if she redeems herself. Um so he asked to uh Kirk asked to alert Starfleet headquarters. He says he wants to Starfleet, he wants to talk to Starfleet command. Yep. I this is the first time in just you know in analyzing this the first time I thought about is is Starfleet command a, a title of a single person or is he just generally referring
1: oh, to Oh, you mean like the like the commander, like the top dude. Yeah. Like uh. Alert Starfleet Command. You know the, you know John. General General John <laughs> Smith or whoever it may be. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Uh, well, I, did, I I that was a rhetorical question. I did go and look it up, um, uh, and actually found some interesting stuff. That uh, um, again, I'm going to put my bad Trekkie hat on. I, yes. I, I I learned things I probably should have known already, um, but I'm going to share. Uh, so Starfleet Command is not a person. It is the organization. Um. But one of the things that was cool I did not know was that Starfleet, um, Starfleet, was originally under the jurisdiction of another agency called USPA, which Ooh. Was the United Earth Space Probe Agency. I probably should have known that as well. You should have known that, Dave, because it was in two whole episodes of Star Trek: The Original Series and one episode of Voyager. So how did you Mm. not
1: know that? I know. How did I not know that?
0: (laughs) Um, So I didn't know it either. But, um, yeah, so USPA was uh, kind of the predecessor. um, And it also – USPA was originally referenced in the original series. And it was – USPA was the the operating authority that was in charge of the Enterprise's original five-year mission.
1: Mm. Oh, Uh, okay.
0: So that was kind of cool until – the writers of the show eventually settled down and stopped calling it different things and said, all right, it's Starfleet. So that's, yeah. why, that's why we all know as Starfleet, but it was originally called United Earth Space Probe Agency.
1: So did you go as far as to check? Because clearly at the end of uh, Into Darkness, mm-hmm. they go on their five-year mission. This is the obviously the reboot. Yep. And they go on their five-year mission at the end of that movie. Are they called Starfleet Command there?
0: I did not go look, but I'm pretty sure they were. It was Starfleet.
1: Yeah. Uh, So was that just a TV show continuity thing?
0: I think so, and I think you know lovingly Voyager, you know, went back and referenced it. And I think also the original the Enterprise series also
1: yes, uh, okay
0: uh, referenced it as well because you know clearly uh, they were there. But anyway, I just thought that was a fun uh, uh, a fun tidbit. I did not. Yes. uh, No, I will not forget. I have learned something new
1: here. Good call
0: thanks man
1: so uh, back to... So, oh, yeah so so before we head over to regular one, mm-hmm. what do you think of kirk 's uh control board there oh, with okay. those sharp jagged triangular things that what what's going on there? What are those things
0: I, for I will say i am every time I see it, I am reminded of uh other than the colors, I'm always reminded of Hal's brain um, on the Discovery in 2001. You know, when, when yep. David Bowman goes in, he floats in and he pulls all the the little clear plastic, you know, memory modules or something out of the wall and stuff. Yep. That's, I've always thought that's what that looked like to me other than it's not red. Um, hmm. But, I mean, I have no idea what function it has. It's an awfully big control panel for presumably that little TV set.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, what is this? it? It looks nothing like any control panel I think I've ever seen in the Star Trek universe.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's not even... Even the uh, um, the transporter room You know, control right. panel is full of all sorts of different doodads, yeah. and, but it's probably there's about no, the same size.
1: There's no blinking lights, there's no little instrumentation panel, it's just this like... Wide white panel with different placed shards of pointy plastic. Yeah. I think we get another shot of it later
0: on when they watch that.
1: I, I believe you're right, and I'd like to get another close look at this. Okay. All right. Agreed. Let's put it so, on, the, on the. So we'll have to bring this back.
0: Yeah. So yeah, no idea. I think I think at some point when I was a kid, too, I thought it was like, maybe it sounded like a musical instrument. Maybe you play it.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, we'll see. So um, anyway,
1: no, so then we move we move to regular one,
0: regular one, and I think uh, I think we we I called this out before that you remember where, uh, back when uh, the Reliant was orbiting uh, uh, SETI Alpha Five. Yep, and uh, we talked about the this is a shot of it doing the in orbit, and yep. we, we have two different scenes of the same shot essentially. They just kind right. of split it down the middle. I think this is the same one. I think this is the this is the same kind of deal. It's the from, from the pre-
1: we, from, from yeah, previous, the pre- yeah. yeah, previous yeah. menace. Yes, uh, I, I,
0: I think it looks like that. Yes, yeah, um, and the way they're focusing in on the big X, the big X window. Yep. I, I, I guess we're we are to assume that that is now where they are in the lab. Is right. I just wish you could see that big X window
1: on the set. Yeah, we don't see that. No, but that's okay. Um, but we, but what we do get to see. Is a great shot, you know, the way they track it around mm. in a circle. We get to see pretty much everyone who's left on the Reliant, I mean, on a regular one. Yes. We get some clear views of some of the crew. Um, you know, the woman who had no reaction to Chekhov being on the screen, yep. to, you know, old man gray suit there, yep. who makes no comment, he just sort of standing there. Yep. And we see the backs of two other guys.
0: Right, here's my back guy. Yep. And uh and then there is a I had um old man with mustache and then the other gentleman was African American with mustache. Yes. He's off too. You you do get a glimpse of him as they're as they're tracking around. You briefly see him kind of between the the uh the columns or any of yep. those things. Um but you're right. There's also I mean it's it's that tracking shot is fun. There's all sorts of cool Cool equipment in there. There's a microscope oh, yeah. that looks like it's covered in robot parts. There's um, a dual pair of joysticks. I have no idea what those yeah, are. what used are, for.
1: are those? The so is that maybe the com- command bridge for where they actually, I'm gonna say, fly, no, pilot, like and move around the space station. So if let's just say they had to take evasive maneuvers and they needed to move away, is that the is that the quote unquote bridge? That'd be fun. Where you know you have the navigator would sit there and <laughs> drive the uh, drive the old regular one around. Yeah, I like that. Um, that's what it looks like to me.
0: Yeah, no. I, I, the other thing, I it's either that or it's like you know those things when you have the, uh, the, the 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 clear plastic booth that you have to work in by putting your arms
1: yes. inside the big long gloves. That's the other thing it makes me think of. But so it's like a almost like a containment. Area that they have robotic arms in, and those control the robotic arms. Yeah, but unfortunately, the, it's, there's a dude standing right in front of them. So yeah. <laughs> well, we don't get to see what's behind him, so it could be something behind him. Yeah, good point.
0: Uh, I'll go with your. Let's go with your theory that it's to fly,
1: fly. this gonna, f- they're gonna fly the station.
0: Um, <clears throat> and is also, also my favorite. You know, there's there's computer, uh, there's computers. You know, above some of these desks, that it is just made up of a bank of lights. Yep. And uh, I don't know what kind of skills you have to have to use that type of device to either read what it's flashing at you or to interact with it. I would love to know, but it's a it's a favorite star. It's a favorite science fiction background, you know, computer.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, just to have the to quote Buck Murdoch blinking and flashing lights they're blinking and flashing and flashing and blinking <laughs> you know <laughs> that's what it's like it's i always chuckle at scenes like this when i see them in movies because i always think of airplane 2 and i always think of that that comment that he makes that's perfect yeah that's what they that's all it appears to do um never noticed
0: before the seats do you, you notice the seats yep. they have those are those total 80s Computer desk chairs,
1: ergonomic or whatever to help where you kind of kneeled but sat. Yep, Um, that's kind of funny.
0: And I was trying to get a look, Dave, at uh, as they're tracking around. You get to see the compic. um, Oh yeah, in the background, in the background, and I can't tell what's on it, but it's colorful. And I'm just wondering, is it? Oh, is it just? Is it just? Is a camera now just uh,
1: pointed at the Mutara Nebula? Oh, maybe. It's kind of red. It's kind of purplish. Kind of bluish. Definitely could be. We also see our Airplane 2 lights in the background, too, that just go backwards and forth. Oh, yeah, there they are. Okay, yeah. There's all sorts of stuff in there. Yeah. You
0: can just drink it in um, while David is uh, grabbing. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, let's see. what. Yeah, we're all alone here. They waited until everyone was on leave to do this. So how many people work at this place? That,
1: yes. So... There's how many people did we determine? There's two, four, six, eight, nine. So there's nine. Yeah. Where? And where did they go on leave? Did the? Did a? When? When did this leave happen? Right. Was it? Was it five minutes ago? Was it a day ago? Was it?
0: Right. A how month. Did
1: they, how did they get? How did they go there? Yeah. You learned,
0: learned that The Enterprise, is the only ship in the quadrant.
1: And Reliant is technically their ship ship is at their disposal. Yeah. So that would be the only ship that I would think made some sort of flyby.
0: Yeah, maybe we're a shuttle or something. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that statement about the reliant is supposed to be at our disposal, not vice versa? Yeah. When you think about it, that's quite the statement. That'd be like you or I, you know, okay, we're scientists and we're like, right? you know, that, that aircraft carrier is at our disposal. I would True. Think, I would think you know, when you operate on the assumption that, you know what, uh... That that ship could be called away at any time. Yeah, it's not ours. Again, it's, it's Starfleet's doing them a favor. Anyway, that bugs me. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Oh, in advance, I guess, uh, gets his line in. Right? Seems like Starfleet never intended.
1: Yep, guns gets his his uh, his comment in. Guns, the gun show. Is he still flexing? I don't think he's flexing, but he's definitely, you know, he's... He's striking a pose. He is striking a pose. He mm-hmm. sort of gets it out there and, you know... Does That'll he put his arm... Yeah, hes he's got his hands crossed in front of him. He's, he's, yeah. he's sort of displaying the guns. Yeah,
0: I think so. Um, anyway. That, <laughs> I think, good sir, was all I had for this meeting.
1: <laughs> we are getting to the... We keep saying it, but we're almost we're almost, almost to this. there. Almost there. A um, few
0: more. What do we on? Minute 37. A few more minutes yep. to some uh, excitement. Yes. Um, all right. So, do you have any other notes? I do not. All right. Well, neither do I. So, this is just my call out to everybody who's listening. Um, if you want to find us online and uh, uh, reach out to us, you can find us. Uh, we're on Twitter at WOKMinute. Uh, we're also on Instagram. And uh, on Facebook at the Raphacon Minute Listener Federation, so join in and uh, join the conversation. Uh, you can also send us an email to podcast@raphaconminute.com. And as always, if you could uh, please go out to iTunes and uh, give us a rating and a review, that'd be much appreciated. Um, so yeah, until then, we will. Uh, while you're doing that, we will be back again on Wednesday with Minute 38 of Star Trek II: The Raphacon here at the Rathicon Minute. Did you give the order? What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who?